How much reading do you do as a musician? If you've been a long-time listener of the New Music Industry Podcast, I suspect you've already adopted the learning habit. And if you have, I have no doubt you're getting a lot of value out of it. But are you making the most of every book you read? It's easy to pay lip service to your personal growth habit, but the truth is you might not be getting everything you could be getting out of your reading. That's what we're going to be looking at in this episode of the New Music Industry Podcast. First time I learned the power of a book is when I was about 12 years old. One of my favorite games at the time was SimCity for the Super Nintendo. In Japan, it was actually Super Famicom. That's what I had. I saw a strategy guide at the bookstore for SimCity, and it showed me that I could build a city well beyond anything I had ever built before. So I was looking at the book going, how in the world are they doing this? And so I ended up buying that book along with, I think, maybe one or two other strategy guides for SimCity. So I brought it home, and I started implementing the strategies mentioned in the book. And before I knew it, I was growing cities that were miles ahead of anything I had built on my own. I wasn't quite getting to the point where they were in the books. There's more tricks to learn to get to that point. And I did it much later. But the point is that I was starting to build cities that were huge compared to what I was able to do before because of the strategies and tactics I learned on the inside. So after that, I ended up becoming really hooked on books and I started buying books on fishing and baseball and pretty much anything else I wanted to become better at. So why read? You can download someone else's brain straight into yours. Isn't that amazing enough? Yeah, it takes time. It takes a couple hours to get through a book, sometimes several hours, but it's worth it when you consider that it's like the matrix where you just download a whole bunch of information or skills or tactics or strategies right into your brain. Do you really need another reason? Well, if you do, good, because I did prepare one more. Inspiration. In my recent reading, I've just found this to be a big factor when I read a book and I stay with it. It takes a while, but eventually it just kind of Unlock something. I go into flow state and I start to feel inspired reading the book. So that's a great reason to read as well. So you might be listening to this episode going, why do I need to be told how to read? Well, just for a moment, sit back and consider that the education system didn't really set you up for success. Is that so hard to believe? There's only so much school taught us, right? You were taught how to cram, memorize, and recite. So basically, you became like a robot in that process. Essentially, you are not taught how to study, to learn, to internalize, and apply a book's contents. Because school isn't about that. School is all about making sure that you memorize for a test, recite what you memorized, and then promptly forget it. And that's not learning. So here I'll present a few important steps to making the most of your reading habit. Number one is to read the book. Now, this seems really, really obvious, but don't just buy books and put them on your shelves because they look pretty. Read them, crack them open, and have a look through. Even the busiest of music entrepreneurs should be able to spare 15 minutes per day. Probably more, but let's start there. Feel free to speed read or skim books that don't inspire you. I've gotten into that habit myself. You never know when you might find a part that lights you up. That was 
my experience with the book I read on marketing a while back by Joe Polizzi and Robert Rose. First few chapters didn't really seem to apply, and then suddenly I started to discover some really cool things in the later chapters. Remember that the best part of a book generally isn't the opening chapters. You've got to read a few chapters to get to the good part. What we can learn from that is the importance of delayed gratification. It applies to every area of life. If we can delay that gratification and focus on what matters now, we can get to where we need to go. Otherwise, we can go off course, end up spending money we don't have, end up making bad decisions that don't serve us in the long term. Number two, underline passages as you're reading the book. This might be something you do already, which is great. Be ready with a pen or pencil or a highlighter, whatever works for you, and underline sections of the book that resonate with you. That way, anytime you return to the book, you'll be able to flip through the pages and find the parts that inspired you or might be applicable. These days, I don't underline as much as I used to because... I don't go through a book and go, oh, I don't know that, I don't know that, I don't know that. There's so many things that I've already discovered and learned for myself and have applied. So there are fewer sections, but that's not a bad thing at all. That just means those few sections are the ones I still want to apply. Number three is take notes. I used to use index cards to take book notes. I would just throw it in there, use it as a bookmark, and add to it as I went. Depending on the book, though, I couldn't keep my notes contained to just an index card. So these days, I keep my notes inside a Google Doc where I've created a learning folder. A few things you can take notes on include quotes. You can turn them into tweets or Instagram images later, especially if they inspired you. Just be sure to give attribution and credit where it's due. Ideas. Ideas will come to you as you're reading, so capture those. Could be song ideas, marketing ideas, life hacks, or anything else you come across. And then application. Write down anything you see to implement in your career or business immediately. Speed is key. That's why I said immediately. Number four, spaced repetition. Don't read a book just once. Come back to it occasionally. It could be every six months, every year, or even every two years. Some of my personal favorites include The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer, Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port, No BS Business Success in a New Economy by Dan Kennedy, and many others. These are great books to return to. Identify a few in your own collection you think would be good books to get back to every once in a while. If you don't have any of those yet, just get into the reading habit and you're going to start to discover some books for yourself. The amazing thing about books is that they seem to transform with repeated readings. That's what spaced repetition is all about. Depending on where you are in life, the book will speak differently to you. So come back to it. And part of that is in the discovery of your own growth. Number five is application. What did you learn from the book that you could apply to your career or business now? If you wait for next week or the perfect moment or next Monday, whatever it is, you'll keep putting it off. And by the time you get around to it again, best practices, trending platforms, or effective tactics could have changed completely. Some things are evergreen, but some things are very, very timely. If you want to be effective in your work, learn to be a fast implementer. Start testing right away to see what works. I always have a ton of experimentations going on. I am an adventurer. I'm always on this journey of discovering and seeking out and finding new resources and tools that work, and I'm bringing them back to you. I have friends who disagree with me, but by now you probably know me as a bit of a contrarian, especially in areas where I see that there are better solutions. I'm a firm believer that some books 
aren't applicable. That's why I brought this up. This is because they throw far too much at you. They over explain things or they don't have any content in them. I read 10X Rule by Grant Cardone a while back and that is not a content book. It's a mindset book. There's no information to get in there. There's nothing to apply. It's just about seeing that everything you want in life could take 10 times the effort you think it will which is not a bad message. Good things do take time, but I've already given you just about everything you could probably expect to get out of that book. Number six, follow through. This is one thing I think a lot of people either don't do or aren't really present to. Books often have references and resources in them. You might have noticed this about them. If there's a call to action to buy a resource, a coaching program, a course, or otherwise, go and buy it. Now, I'm not suggesting you buy from authors you don't trust or to follow through on a book you really don't like. Go, Don't go into debt buying things that you can't afford, but there's almost always a breadcrumb trail leading back to other great books and resources you didn't even know existed. Most people don't do this they don't follow through on those references and resources and tools and programs and courses and so forth. So they miss out on otherwise really great opportunities. You want to take your learning to the next level, follow through on the resources mentioned in that book. And finally, number seven is pay it forward. If you got something great from a book, we'd all like to know. If all you do is consume, you're going to miss out on the opportunity to contribute, and that's going to lead to stagnation in your growth and music career. Don't just learn. Learn with the intention of sharing with others, just as I do all the time on the podcast. Give away your copy of the book, gift the book to someone else, or do a quick video review on your phone and post it to YouTube. Trust me, the the author will appreciate it and anyone who ends up reading that book because of your recommendation and gets a lot of value out of it will come back to you for more solid recommendations. If you wanted to, you could even become an affiliate of, for the books you review and earn some commissions on those. There's an opportunity here to add value to others. Don't miss out on that or you will stagnate. Go from consumption to contribution. So in summary, here's the process. Number one, be sure to read the book. Actually crack that thing open. Number two, underline passages as you go. Number three, take notes. Take notes on the things that inspire you. Quotes, ideas, and how you're going to apply what you just learned. Number four, spaced repetition. Come back to a book you've already read, review it occasionally. Number five, application. If you took notes on the things that you could implement and apply right away, go and implement them. Number six, follow through. Don't just read the book, follow the breadcrumb trail that leads to other books and tools and resources and coaches and programs. Number seven, pay it forward. Move from consumption to contribution. So are you ready for some new material? If you haven't picked up your copy of the Music Entrepreneur Code already, this would be a good opportunity to do exactly that. This book isn't just for music entrepreneurs, it's for musicpreneurs too. So get your copy at musicentrepreneurhq.com code. This has been episode 249 of the New Music Industry Podcast. I'm David Andrew Weeb, and I look forward to seeing you on the stages of the world. Thank you for listening. Music in this episode was brought to you by Brian Young. Wherever you're listening to this right now, please consider leaving a five-star review and comment to help us get the word out about the podcast. Podcast.